Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. Listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How you doing? I guess there's no point doing the knock, knock, knock today since we've just been on the phone together for about 45 minutes. I know. It was good though. And you know, I still haven't told you that I'm feeling so rich right now. Yeah, how come? Hollis, we just got a check for $500 to put food in our refrigerator from the insurance company. Uh, oh, because you, cause your refrigerator went bad. Yep, it sure did. Oh, that's great. You yeah. should feel rich. I do. Now, $500 back in my day, that would have filled up the refrigerator, the freezer downstairs if I had one, and the pantry too. But now, I don't know. <laughs> $500, it'll get us... A month's worth of bacon or something, I guess. <laughs> and that buys an awful lot of brown rice and beans. Yes, it would. It yeah. most certainly would. So I'm, I'm that, just... You know, that's the funny thing about right now. Everybody's, oh, my God, the price of groceries, the price of groceries. But I don't buy a lot of pre-prepared food. Good for you. So I don't notice it until I'm, like, thinking, oh, let's just get a pizza. <laughs> and I look at what? How much is a frozen pizza? What? Yeah. So I don't notice it as much as I probably should. I mean, I am super sympathetic, especially people with big families. Lord have mercy. Well, I made it to that place in my life one time where I said, oh, I'm not going to cook right now. I'm just too busy uh, to cook. So I'm not going out. I'm just going to buy that stuff. That you can go and it's basically done. All you have to do is heat it up. Yeah. And I'll tell you, that is the most expensive. And I always had the feeling that there was just something wrong with the food, if that makes any sense. Well, you know, it's full of like rat hairs and stuff like that. I would think about it. Yes. Those yeah. were the things. I never well, actually made it the point of thinking rat hairs, but I will sorry. now. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Human beings, if we got any kind of immune system at all, you, you a rat hair hits your stomach and it's like hitting a damn acid pit. It ain't going to yeah. hurt you. I, know it. I mean, the thought of it feel, sounds pretty awful, but, you know, rat feces and a rat hair or two is not going to kill you. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Well, if I'm not mistaken, they actually, and I could it could be the FDA, maybe the people who regulate and who will check on the labeling on food and stuff. For most canned food, they have an allowance for a certain percentage of of bugs in it. Oh yeah, oh but yeah, they, yeah. They're not talking about pervasive bugs all through it, but they're saying, hey, if you're if you're canning peaches on mass then there's going to be so many flies that get in it or so many yeah. ants or yeah. something like that. And so well, all my life, I've always kind of thought of that. It's like, well, I'm just going to eat 
some more of this bug peach canned stuff. <laughs> mm. Well, mm, you know, if if you're relatively healthy, I don't, I don't even think you have to be super healthy, but relatively healthy, our immune system and our digestive system takes care of a lot of stuff for us. Yeah, yeah, I'm and not in my head. You know, it can't take care of the microplastics and all that other modern crap that's in our food and water and all that. Like we were having a discussion. I have put up on my Facebook page, I don't know, a few weeks ago. They uh, they now are monitoring the E. coli level in the French Broad River. And there's a little site you can go to to see what it is today. Yeah. And I, I've pinned that at the top of my feed. Uh-huh. And I'm having so much fun going, huh, look how much E. coli is in the river today. Isn't that nice? Uh-huh. So, so I've been kind of laughing and enjoying it. But, I mean, if you are on the river and your little whatever thing you're in, your little inner tube or your little paddleboard or whatever expensive crap you're in the river in, uh, capsizes and you, even if you swallow a mouthful of that, Chances are that E. coli is not going to do you any damage if you have a pretty good immune system. Well, you're right. You're right. And we're, our bodies are made up of more uh, living, other living organisms than you might think. <laughs> or might want to ponder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to ponder on it. I remember learning about that stuff from mom's nursing books. And <laughs> And it, it has always been kind of a horror, but a fascinating thing to me, our biology. And I've always wondered why certain, certain parts of what goes on in our body is just kind of ignored. There's so many things like that. But, but then I started, you know, I grew up a little bit and I realized that there are lots of important things that get ignored all the time. It has nothing to do with our body. It's just... <laughs> You mean like the rule of law in the Republic? That gets ignored all the damn time by politicians. There, you knew it was coming, didn't you? You couldn't wait. You couldn't Ooh, I couldn't that. hardly wait for you to give me an opening to say that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, no, well, I'm thinking about, you know, Miss Lindsay got on the, the television, I guess it was last night or night before last, and made a proclamation about what's going to happen with our bodies. What are you talking about? Miss Lindsey Graham. Oh, Aunt Lindsey. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said Miss Lizzie. And I was like, Miss Lizzie? I don't know about Miss Lizzie. No, no. Oh, yes, yes. Aunt Lin Aunt Lindsey, Miss Lindsey. (laughs) Yes. Um, well, you know, I don't even know what to say about that because they kept saying, Oh, no, no. Now, after the Dobbs decision, it'll just go back to the states, which ought to be scary enough if you live in a (laughs) southern state like we do. Yes. I mean, right now, North Carolina is pretty solid, but mark my words, they're working it every damn minute. Well, but but then then it's like, no, it's going back to the states. It's states' rights. It's states' rights. Uh huh. And then it's like, and here is the new law, the federal law we're going to put into place. Yeah. And so I'm mad. Wait, 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 wait. The federal law that will be put into place. We're not doing that. No, we're not doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, the federal law, they're going to try to put into place. And frankly, depending on how the midterms in 24 goes, they might be able to do it and they might not. Yeah. It's just going to depend on how really stupid the American people are. 
And I think all right probably, now. I think you can probably take that to the bank. Yeah. Well, the uh, what the fact that what Americans the, can be the, stupid. The fact that Americans often will vote against their own self-interest. I know, just because they've been told to uh-huh. by some commercial or something, you know? Exactly, exactly. Or their preacher. Well. Or somebody that they respect and they just go, well, that person probably knows more than I do, so I'll just go with that. Well, I honestly believe that a lot of it has to do with in your subconscious environment. And what I mean by that is we all grow up with an environment, obviously. Well, if you're a kid, then every night your parents listen to uh, jazz, then you might be more likely to like jazz when you grow up. If you were a kid and you had a helicopter mom, then you're more likely to grow up being a helicopter mom, being worried for things all the time. And that's how you show love. Or maybe it it has something to do with food or whatever. But when we allow ourselves to just be in any damn environment and we hear things over and over in the background, it makes its way into our subconscious. And that, that influences everything in our life. When, when I was in radio, I learned about impression advertising. Do you remember impression advertising? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and all that subliminal stuff. God. Yeah. Well, the thought was that a human has to hear something eight times to remember it on their own. But then at that point, they, they think it's their thought. Yeah. And they own it. Don't think they own they it. Don't, everybody knows that in marketing. Everybody knows that in politics. So how do you get around that if you're a thinking human that doesn't want to be manipulated into something by some corporate entity or some foreign entity or somebody who just wants to sell commercials to the radio station? And the well, answer is you don't listen to that. That's right. You you choose the environment, just like you said, that you're going to be in. But let's ask our listeners, what? how is it do you that you decide something that feels like valid information versus something that seems just like a line of malarkey. I'd love to know. How do you do that? Because I think I have a way to do that, but then sometimes I get caught too. I'll go, well, how dare so-and-so do something, you know, it's that kind of outrage machine. Yeah. And then I find out, well, they didn't do it like that at all. Well, all that was taken out of context. So, you know, Mm -hmm. and I get caught at it too. Sometimes I do. Well, we all do. But you can't help it. It's everywhere. You're inundated with it all the time. You get messaging from somebody all the time. That's part of the reason that I crave to get out in the woods sometimes. I'm one of those billboard counters. I used to count the number of billboards that I would see on the way from here to the cottage. I remember doing that one time. And I stopped at 50. Good Lord. I mean... Those are messages flying across my subconscious. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, just yeah. one side of the road, probably. So, <laughs> so it's, it's how do you ground and shield against those sort of things that you don't even realize are going on? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm using those two words deliberately, ground and shield, because that's your specialty. Yeah. You know, is... is learning, teaching people how to do that, passing that knowledge on and, and all of that. But that's always been an issue in my mind 
is how do people protect themselves from that? And I don't think that they do because I don't think that most people actually realize what's going on. And that is why I will never, ever say that it's okay to let your kids sit in front of the idiot box or a gaming console for hours at a time. No, it's not healthy. No, it's not healthy. And these are kids that grew up seeing not just hundreds and not just thousands, but tens of thousands of violent acts on television and in their gaming consoles before they ever make it to high school. And after a while, they are desensitized to it. After a while, if they're if they're deep enough into it, it becomes a normal part of their day. You see, and an, and a natural answer to problems in their mind. And you know, I go back to that, and I will never back down from that. I would, yeah. I never, I never would recommend that. But then again, I'm not a parent, and I don't know. There might. I, I don't know all the nuances of raising a child. I don't. But man, here we are just, you know, here there are games out there that are so violent that I can't even look at them. I can't. I can't spend 10 seconds on some of these games. And they promote, uh, you know, sexual violence too, some of them. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. In fact... Um, now here, we hear the time as the clock chimes the hour. Um, These are the days. It's, it's the reason, I mean, I love fantasy. I grew up on it. And, um, and I'd read some of the Game of Thrones books, <coughs> some of R.R. Uh, R. Martin's books, and I thought they were pretty good. But I tell you, Game of Thrones on TV was so gratuitously violent and uh. gratuitously rapey. Really? That I couldn't watch it. Well, so interesting. I'm not, not going to watch torture and rape and pretend that's entertainment because it's no. just not. It's not. No, no, no. Well, you'll you'll never be a candidate to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. No, very unlikely. Yeah, I mean that's just I I watch people obsess over that, and it, man, you I don't want anywhere near it. Yeah. Truth. That's the truth, and. It's so interesting thing, though, you were talking about that, whatever that, what was that? Tell me again the name of that TV show that you were just. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. So I heard people talk about Game of Thrones. I've seen the ads for it and so on and so forth. I don't even know the plot, but I'll tell you this. I never once heard anybody say anything about it being violent or rapey. Oh my God. Well, then I mean, it's did just you talk to a lot of people about it because no, uh-uh. yeah, there was a lot of a lot of of that in kind of social media. So people did notice it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's good because you know, I mean, as as a community, as a society, we really are getting very immune to the thought of violence. And sexual violence. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk oh, about. Wally, you never know what we're going to get. Into, we were going to talk about the change of the seasons. And I wanted to talk about the carnival. Because we've got the state fair out here. 
That's right. Yeah, yeah. And it just reminds me of fall, and it reminds me of the little carnival that used to show up. Do you remember those little carnivals that would tour around? It, it wasn't the big thing like the big circus like Barnum and Bailey, but it would be I a carnival. I remember, them, I remember them real well. Do you remember they used to set up over there by Westgate? Yep. I was just oh. thinking of that. Were you? <laughs> and that was the same, I guess, I guess that was the same time in my life that I started going to these, uh, they would be like, it would just show up in town and there'd be no notification about it anywhere. And there'd be a big 18 wheeler truck and it would have a frozen whale in it. Oh yes. Yes. Freak shows. The yes. traveling freak shows. Yep. Well, I saw the world's largest snake. Whoa. I saw a whale and her baby in frozen into a block of ice. What was some of the others that came through? Oh golly, I don't even remember. There, there were little ones too, like um, you know, a two-headed snake or a two-headed yeah. sheep or mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, there was one that had something to do with with humans. Maybe I don't two. remember that. Uh, well, it wasn't like a freak show so much as the tale of some wild family or something. Oh, and oh, it was a rootin' tootin' western kind of thing. And then there was a mummy that came through in later years. There was a mummy. <laughs> That's a good education right there now. <laughs> well, you can, you can see anything on the side of the road. That's what I say. <laughs> well, they would park down at Westgate. It's, I remember that sometimes. They would just, I guess that was the place to gather for the, those people. And Westgate had the giant slide. Yeah, well, Westgate was like the first shopping center in this part of the state, and it was a big deal. I remember my grandmother worked at the Eckerd's that was down there at the end where CVS Pharmacy is now. Oh, she okay. worked there for many and many a year, <laughs> and then um, and then when it moved from there up to the Kmart Plaza, she moved with it and worked there till she retired finally. And my cousin, there was a little bank of bank of Asheville I think that okay. was it was a, a a standalone building in the parking lot there yeah. uh, there at the at the end where the drugstore was right and my cousin worked there for years and years so it was a it was a big focal point for a long time that and, little shopping center yeah and it had one of the town's only Chinese restaurants yes at the time I remember that because that's first Chinese food I ever had and then the next year I went to the World's Fair and had it again so that's how often you got Chinese food in my family <laughs> but uh, yeah Westgate was a big deal did you ever ride the giant slide I did yep yep they'd throw you in a burlap sack and or set you on top of a burlap sack. no I, they right. didn't throw you in a sack no you you sat on something, and I don't remember if it was burlap or not, but you did sit on a, like a pad thing and go down. It was, I remember that it was burlap when I did it, and they would just like, <laughs> and then push you on down the side. <laughs> it was fun. And then there was uh, this kid in our class who was on the giant slide and somehow broke his arm. 
And boy, uh, all, all the parents were like, no, this is dangerous. The kids can't go anymore. <laughs> so the kids did anyway, I'm sure. That was that was also where that that was also where you would gather. It was like the alternate gathering spot after you've done your cruising on Patton Avenue. Yes, that's right. And people would meet there and then they'd end up going to some 24 hour restaurant or something, I guess. Uh, That's what we always did anyway. Was there ever a disco there? No, not that I, not that I know. There was, it used to be a steakhouse down at the other end from the end we're talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, And there was a roses down there and there was a grants in that same shopping center. Uh And there was a silver armadillo. It had yeah, all of that, was nice. that was a nice place. I like that place, yeah. Oh, and you know what else was there on the back side of it? There was a there was a place that, and I have a story to go with this. Of there course you place, do. Yes. There was a place that did fingerprints and lie detectors, tests, pre-employment screening. That's what it was. So I worked all these jobs, all these you know, jobs through Audio Temp Agency through the years and all that stuff, and never had to ever do anything like that prior to being hired at one of these places. But I went to work for Substation Two, and before they hired me, I had to go pass a lie detector test, and I remember the lie detector test and some other tests that they gave, and it was crazy. It was like to work at a sub store, really. Yeah. That's just oh, a fin- and I got fingerprinted there. I was like, okay. <laughs> and that, that was back in the days when they had $1 Tuesday. You could go and for a dollar, you could get a sub and it'd be hand sliced right in front of you. And we'd make it right in front of them and stuff. It was for a dollar. There would be a line out the door. <laughs> Substation two. <laughs> oh my gosh. Boy, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Are they even still in business? I I don't think so. Hmm. Maybe, but I don't think so. That was a very simple time. And we could go out and hang out. And it didn't feel like we were getting inundated by somebody else's marketing agenda all the time. Although I'm sure we were. But, you know, you could go to a carnival. And what kind of advertising would you see there other than, you know, come here and stand in line and pay us for this show or something. But it, I mean, it was just a different time. It really was. Things change, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hmm. do. I liked it back then. I think, I think that's what I miss as much as anything is that sense of not really isolation. I never felt isolated, but I didn't feel like I was constantly being bombarded by somebody else's agenda. Well, except when we were kids and then we were bombarded by our parents' agenda, whatever the hell that was. Well, yeah, but they go to work. So <laughs> there was always that, that period of time there. <laughs> but, but yeah, and that's why to this day, I just want to get out in the woods sometimes. Just hang yeah. out where yeah. there's no billboards. Yep, and when there's no nothing. You know, it's always so annoying, I guess I'll say, to to be out in the 
woods or out on the trail or up in the mountains somewhere. Yeah. And somebody has got music blasting from their phone. Oh. It's like, I don't want to hear your damn choice in music. And I'm not going to play my choice in music for you either. Well, I, I came here to listen to birds and to, to be away from that. Yeah, I agree. I really think I want to do that. I, well, they're not thinking about you at all. <laughs> it's um, You know, yes, that's exactly right. They are not thinking of me at all. And I have to wonder when I was young, how big of an ass I was about it. Because I, I don't think I, it never even occurred to me that everybody else might want to hear my music. I would just ride in my car and just play it at whatever volume I wanted. And it never even occurred to me. So, but boy, it doesn't happen. <laughs> I said, you young children with your big old speakers and all of that stuff and your rap music. And There's somehow, I don't mind it so much in a car. Maybe I should, maybe I should be more concerned about it, but I don't know. Well, you kind of, maybe kind of expect it if you're in the middle of the city in the road or something. Yeah. You're exactly. out in the woods. Exactly. I, I agree. When you're out in the woods, you might not want to hear everybody else's idea of a good time. Yeah. So I want to hear some birds. Uh, and yeah. I want to be able to hear if there's a bear crashing towards me. <laughs> <laughs> or a Bigfoot. A Bigfoot. I can't believe all over Cherokee there was stuff about Bigfoot. That was crazy. I totally believe it. I totally believe it. Why do you think those legends still go on? Because we love to have some mystery. Is that what it is? We love it. You know, and it's like, why do we watch scary movies? Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Well, it, it answers a need in us, I think. I guess uh, well, you just, sometimes, you just sometimes, scared somebody out there by saying that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, the the need is that because most of what we have to deal with is this kind of low level anxiety, depression, stress, and if we're lucky, it's just low level of all that, and it's like constant for a lot of people. It's constant, so I think sometimes seeing something that scares the living goober out of you. It's like, oh, good. Well, that's what scary feels like. So maybe I can go back to my life of, oh, I've got to go to another damn meeting for this damn department. And you can start to maybe put stuff in perspective. I don't know. I'm just babbling, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a physical thing for some folks that they you get this jolt of adrenaline out of it. And then you feel kind of alive afterwards or something. I don't know because I don't want to, I don't want to, be i've never been that person i've never wanted to go into haunted houses and all of that but as you know you're well aware i live in the haunted house and i don't have a problem with the real haunted house i just don't want to have it dished out to me in a on a TV show or something. In a just, fake way. Really All those stupid fake shows. Yeah. Oh no, did you see that move over there? Oh no, <laughs> oh no. And they never actually see it. It never actually they never have any kind of they never get to a denouement to go, oh yes, look over in the corner. It is the de- decapitated ghostly head. Got it. <laughs> look at it. There it is right over there. And look you and I have both you and I have both done enough work in the spirit world. 
to know that they are all around us all the yeah. time. Yeah. And, you know, they may very well be messing with those people, but I doubt it. I imagine I, they're miles away. It's like, oh, gosh, they're sending a film crew to the house today. Y'all go out in the backyard and just, just be quiet till they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I, I can tell you some stories. You can tell me some stories. We need to get ready. It's the storytelling season coming up. Oh, <laughs> when is it not the storytelling season? Well, it's. Do you hear that? I can hear the crow. When you said it's like storytelling season, the crow was like, "Uh huh, oh yep. yeah." <laughs> <laughs> they heard me out here. I'm on the side porch again, and it's so pleasant out here. This is the best weather of the year, don't you think? I just I love it. Yeah. And last night I had a friend of mine coming over because it was her birthday. Right. And we had a little, you know, some wine and cheese and stuff like that. And I just waited. I got the porch all, I mean, got the table all set and all that. And then I went out, sat on my front porch and the little uh, shoe shine bench from my grandfather's shop. And it was just beautiful, lovely. Oh, wow. Well, the humidity is low. Yes. We had about 10 days in a row where there's no rain expected at all. Oh, and you know what else? We have got the best fairy rings in this area that I've seen in years and years and years. Oh, nice. Those white mushrooms that are in a round circle. Oh, they're everywhere, and they're so filled out this year. I've seen more complete circles than I've ever seen. I love it. Oh, this is a good time of year. This is chicken of the woods time for those for y'all. Mm. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, we're getting back to food. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Did we ever leave it? It's always there to me. I know. <laughs> I'm always either thinking about food or yeah. just finished eating food or something. I'm excited yeah. now because I found I went out to my place where I get peaches and she said, No, honey, they're all done. I'm so well, well. And then I found them one other place and they were pretty hard. So I've been letting them ripe. And then yesterday I was down at Hopi down, uh, uh, down wherever that, where the heck that is, Fairview Road. And they had peaches. Oh my gosh, perfectly ripe. So I've got so many peaches that when I ate breakfast this morning, after I finished breakfast, I thought, huh, have I got time to eat a peach before we do this podcast? Do I? Oh, do I? But I'm going to have to make like a peach cobbler because I've got too many for us slash me to eat. That sounds good. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. This is a uh, time of year when the watermelons are going away, too. This is like the last yeah. good watermelons here. And they've been exceptionally good this year. We've had kind of a little bit too much rain lately, I think. But we've had enough here we've been real lucky this year yes we have yes we have and we've had so far it's been just a quiet season and I hope it stays that way mm -hmm. I don't know if it will or not I don't know they're already starting to do the damn predictions about color and all that stuff they're talking it up so whatever oh uh, well no I'm not even going to talk about that yes there was an incident in our neighborhood about some crap with that, but 
Here's the thing. They do that every year. And every year I have to laugh a little bit, chuckle softly to myself and then feel a little bit bad for the people who last year it was predicted peak weekend would be this particular weekend. And then the weather pattern changed and it's really going to be the week before the week after. But you can't you can't wait till you like right now they have the predictions. But you if you waited until now to get a hotel room in this area, you are S.O.L. Because ain't it, no place to stay. It, well, and even if you find a place, it's going you're going to pay peak prices too. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yep, yep. So I'm just glad I'm not. This was the time of year we'd start gearing up for the big, you know, the leaf leaf tourists, the leaf lookers, the peepers, the peepers. Yep, the peepers. I read this really sad thing, and I don't remember where where it took place but some woman took her her niece or her daughter one uh two and a couple of friends took them to you know like the state fair someplace Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they were having such a good time and oh it was just this 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 and then they hear gunshots and she grabs these two kids and they just make a run for it and they they get to where cars are and they're dodging in and out of the cars and they're avoiding getting stuck up against the fence and they finally get outside and they're terrified. And, and it just reminded me that it is so easy to spook a big group of people. And we have been so set up for that now because there've been so many of these public shootings. Right. And, and this woman was saying as frightening as it was to be there and to have to escape from it, from something she didn't even know if it was something but she had to escape from it. As frightening as that was, she would rather have been the woman doing that with the two children than the parent of that other child who was sitting at home waiting to get some news. Because what you would hear is there's been a shooting at the state fair. And you would go, oh my God, my child is at the state fair. (sighs) So yeah. I haven't been to a state fair in years, not because of shooting or anything else, but that the level of crowds is usually a little much for me. Yeah, I don't care for it, especially since COVID. But I go, I used to go, you know, every couple of years just to see. And when it was the carnival in Robbinsville or something or up on Patton Avenue, I love those. But but if you recall, they used to hand you, you, if you go to a certain booth at these carnivals, they'd hand you a BB gun. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's what you were going to be doing. That's how, you know, shoot the target. And win a prize. And win a prize. Get a stuffed animal. Oh, yeah. We all wanted that giant stuffed animal. <laughs> and do you remember the Tilt-A-Whirl? I do. I, I, I never could do that because that would make me throw up. That's the thing. These people would get on there and they'd come out and fall to their knees throwing up sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it, not that that was common, but I, had, I have seen it. And it was like, why, why? And then I did it one time. And it was like, okay, I'm fine. And I was, I was good. Back then I had the iron stomach. There's one, the Himalayan. Do you remember that one? No. uh -uh. The Himalayan was, uh, it was supposed to be some sort of a chairlift. And it was on this tilty kind of thing. that would take you around in a circle, except you'd be going up and down and around at the same time. And it would play, it would blast rock and roll music. 
just whatever, like Def Leppard or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it was just tacky fun. And you could go and buy or win some of the tackiest stuff. But you just <laughs> wanted it. I wanted it when I was there. When I was there, I wanted to win those tickets. Anyway, I guess we ought to get going before we get cut off again. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's good to hear from you. Good to talk to you. We've been doing a lot of Weird Mountain Gallon this week. Oh, since no. we had our talk, our uh, uh, whatever the hell that was with the weirdlings, <laughs> where we all just looked at each other and went, well, golly, here we are. That was yeah. fun, though, weirdlings. We love you. Yeah, it was strange because it, it was like, okay, we didn't have any restrictions on questions and stuff because it's, you know, a private place. And but we got asked about recipes. <laughs> same old stuff. Same th thing we talk about all the time. Food, 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 glorious food. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Anyway. Oh, and here we are back with food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess I will get, get going here and get some ready for folks. You do the same? Well, I'm going to go and actually have lunch with a friend of mine. Cool. Very cool. Yep. And yeah. then I'm going to get back here and get some writing done, um, you know, and do it all them. I got stuff got to be done. You know how it goes. I do. I do. Y'all, thanks good. for listening. Thank you. Yeah. And we will we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D Radio.